such a this such is like, like a, one line of notes. Yeah, um, shorthand and little scribbles didn't make any sense. Since you got here before me, you can start with the first question, man. Uh, since you're on time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just got here early, that's all. Um, so just to get some background information if you could. Um, is, uh, is the estimated uh, 20 million budget on the film, is that about right? Yeah. Okay. And um, so I mean, you know, I'd say, I don't know if somebody, I don't know if someone, I don't know if some of the actors was able to make side deals and shit, because, you know, that, you know. Business is business, but yeah. I controlled. <laughs> <What's that? laughs> okay, all right, all right. And uh, you did the uh, the filming in Shanghai. Yeah, the filming was done uh, in a couple of places. Uh, Shanghai was our base, but there's a place called Songjian, which is about thirty miles outside of Shanghai. There's another place called Fengyun, which was uh, three four hours away, and there's a place called Hangdian, which was five six hours away. So we had to. So we had. Three different locations we had to move to, but Shanghai was um, for the final five weeks. We was that was the main location. Okay, all right. And um, you've been cultivating. I'm sorry, this is no, no, no. But uh, so you've been cultivating the idea since about 2005, 2006, yeah. and then you spent like two years back and forth with Eli Roth writing the script. Yeah, about two years, all right. year and a half, two years. Um, how long were you guys on on location shooting for the film? How long did it take to complete the project? Um, from from prep or from day one of principal photography? Your call. <laughs> no, it's because it's two different uh, Yeah, no, I've I just... Oh, 10 weeks 10 week shooting, basically. About okay. 10 weeks of shooting. Uh, for us prepping and scouting, that's another, uh, let's see, four weeks for the first scout, then two weeks, or six weeks, 12 weeks, 18 weeks. I was in China, basically, for me personally, I was in China for 150 days. Nice. You know what I mean? And my other, and parts of my team... Uh, even longer because uh, some went over a little earlier than me. Okay. Yeah. My question is more social, less technical. Yeah. Um, so how long, how long have you been waiting to do this? Sorry about that. I mean, I mean, I have been waiting to do this. Making your own kung fu movie. <laughs> I mean, I dreamed about making kung fu movies as a kid, but it wasn't a, that wasn't a dream I saw likely to come true. I mean, I dreamed about being a hip-hop artist and making records. I knew that was coming true. I knew how, how good I was. I knew that we would be what we are. Mm -hmm. Confidence was impeccable when it came to Wu-Tang Clan and, you know, going to be the number one hip-hop rap group. I foresaw it almost. This I didn't foresee, but I wanted it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Something I wanted and didn't know that it was going to happen in my life. When I, when I saw an opportunity to even learn about being a director, I wasn't shy to take that opportunity. And that was to ask Quentin Tarantino to become my mentor and to take the time to spend with him, to learn from him. And, um, you know, the, the basically, you know, people look at me as the abbot and the teacher, you know what I mean? But mm -hmm. no, I became the student, you know what I mean? And was not shy of doing that. You know, I went to Beijing, but he was filming Kill Bill. You know, I, I got the production schedule. I got my buddy Kinetic. Um, gave myself, wrote myself a 50G budget for my company. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, okay, guys, uh, Mook, you, you run my office. I had an office, I had a staff of people. Mm -hmm. But I said, no, I'm going to China. <laughs> you know what I mean? I went to China, stayed there for about 30 days, you know? Sat there every day taking notes. Got back to America, felt like, well, that was an experience. Uh, the film wasn't done. They had uh, another month to do in Mexico. I, I, they went to Japan first. I didn't go to Japan. I had business to finish. 
But when they got to Mexico, whoosh, <laughs> gave myself another budget. <laughs> Off he goes. I went there and I was no, there. No pad. <laughs> and no pad. And Mexico even was more help, helpful than Beijing in the sense that in Mexico, um, I was able to actually meet and talk to the crew. We had days, you know, the week, we had weekends off. So I could, you know, I met people, some of the people that I met would later on become the work, work for me on this firm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, uh, but I, I studied hard, I studied hard uh, to become a movie director. And uh, once I got into it with that kind of studying, I was confident that it would come to life. Whether I got a deal from the studio, whether I was like, yo, I could, I'm down to put a few meals on myself, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I would, you know what I mean? Um, and I'll say one last thing to you. There's one thing I did. There's a, there's a thing that's called Wu-Tang versus the Golden Phoenix, which is something I filmed myself with, with some Kung Fu guys I flew in from Hong Kong. I flew in about 20 guys from Hong Kong, and I filmed this thing, and I showed it to the producers before we went in for Iron Fist. And so they knew that I could control action. They knew that I had the mindset. And I, they, so they have the confidence you know, to go in and give an untested first-time director a budget <laughs> of that magnitude. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not a film about my hood. That sounds to that sounds one of the producers, yo, most, now most black guys just make a film about your hood, your neighborhood, like Minister Society, or Do yeah. the Right Thing, or Boys in the Hood. So now this is, is this is different for any filmmaker, for, but definitely for a first-time filmmaker, um, of a, a black first time film, a black man yeah. first time filmmaker. This is totally, totally, totally different. <laughs> when I was a kid, like, I always thought that maybe you guys would do something like that. Like as, either as like a group or, or just you. I always thought maybe it would be something like, like Last Dragon. You know right, I mean? right, 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 right. <laughs> you guys would like make that. something like that, you know what I mean? Right. But, but you make a really good point that you did all that and then you took it out and you, and you show everyone you can do something, yeah. in, you know, in China. Um, so I know uh, from what I've read, you, you kind of got uh, cornered into doing the soundtrack for the film. <laughs> That's a true story. <laughs> I got cornered. Um, cornered. But um, I see that you got uh, Dan Otterback from uh, Black Keys back with you. Um, yeah. So a relationship you built doing Black Rock, I'm yep, assuming? Yeah, yep. first oh, time I met them was on Black Rock. And we hung out a few times together. Uh, you know, Dan and Pat both, you know, um, this, some of the stories they told me about their musical start. You know, one of their first starts was... They did a demo of Liquid Sports, sent it in. I heard I, about that. Yeah, that helped yeah. them uh, sign. <laughs> I never knew that. So when he told me that, I was like, wow, that's great. I didn't know you, I didn't know you guys. But, but they're just cool guys. I just like, some about them I like. I think some about me they like. And we hung out a few times and we wound up making music together. Um, and touching on the soundtrack again, um, I haven't seen um, Wiz Khalifa listed on the, uh, the soundtrack at this point. There was some... Um, mentioned that he was going to be on the, the soundtrack, but then when the track list came out, I haven't seen his name on there. Is that is something changed in that? or Not to my knowledge. Okay, all right. Yeah, I thought Wiz Khalifa, he has a song called I Go Hard. Okay. Um, I think Old Trace is on the song with him as well. Okay, maybe I just missed that, sorry. And, he, and he's also, uh, his song, some of these songs play on screen in the movie. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Wiz Khalifa is one of them, you know what I mean? Nice. And so are the Black Keys. It's yeah. funny when it happens for the Black Keys, the, song, the way the song comes on. The song. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, well, um, I mean, after your work on, you know, Ghost Dog and, and all the other soundtracks you've done, I mean, I, I was kind of like, well, I was expecting it. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, you wanted, yeah. You, you wanted the people that helped get me cornered. <laughs> <laughs> it's I like, can't. can you do music too? Yes, he can. Go ahead and put that on. Put that head on also. I was so ready. <laughs> Listen, I was so ready to just go to bed. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I was mm -hmm. like, the record's cut was done. You know what I mean? You know, it's happy. I, I I made I compromised some of the some of the things to get it to a certain length. They wanted it at a certain length, and I I, I found a way to do that. Um, and I just was like, you know, I, mean, I want to just smoke a nice one and just <laughs> leave me alone for like a couple of months. I haven't been left alone yet because it took eight more months of making the music and soundtrack and all that shit. So, and now right to that, we're right to promoting. So this is. This is a this is a, this is a big investment of of, of, of my life. For this I said like not just time and money, but life. It's <laughs> a big investment of life. And so, um, the um, ensemble cast you have you have Russell Crowe and Lucy Liu, just like talented, like noteworthy people. Um, how how did your your experience with Wu Tang Clan help you um, direct an ensemble cast like like this? That's a good question, and you, and you basically, the question is in the answer. Yeah, I was trying to question it better so you don't <laughs> answer myself, but you know what I mean. No, but no, no, <laughs> no it, was, it was the experience with Wu-Tang Clan and the different personalities, some of them being out of this world at points, some of them being focused at points, that prepared me to, to, to deal with people, you know, and to deal with actors. But also me as an artist himself, me being an actor on the set, you know, you know I had days when on the set, you know, where uh, you know the director said something to me that crushed me, you know what I mean? And uh, it was all good though, cause that's what it's all about. You got to get me right, kid. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I got days on the set where the director didn't pay attention to what the fuck I was doing and let me do what I wanted to do, and I, I felt lost, but I just did it. But I didn't feel like I know the fuck he wanted. <laughs> Shit, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, so being an artist also helped. But there was moments on the set of this movie on the set or off the set or even doing, you know, lunches or the gym, because a lot of guys, you know, these, you know, you got muscle men. You got Connelly's a muscle man, Ricky yeah. is a muscle man, Dave Batista's muscle. We have Maurice Crump, my stunt double, he's a muscle man. And uh, he was working out, you know. Russell mm -hmm. works out, you know. So there was some testosterone. <laughs> and it got to a point to where some people was like, yo, lucky, 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 he's lucky he's your boy. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. You know what I'm saying? Like and I'm like, listen, man. Don't oh, worry. Raekwon and, and Meth used to fucking always argue, and I turned that shit to a song called Meth vs. Chef. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So I told him, I said, don't, I said, don't worry about that. Um, you know, just, you know, the energy. And what happened, though, is over time, because it got colder and colder. All right? Temperature wise, we, we shot in January, February. Right? And shit, so it just started getting colder and colder, and the days and nights got longer. And eventually, you're sitting beside somebody, and you're like, yeah, he's cool, because it's all good. <laughs> you got to try to share. He's it's now. all good, man. And yeah, and, yeah it, 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 it melded together well. Um, if I could jump back a little bit, um, was it the original cut roughly about four hours? Is that where we were sitting Yeah, at? that was the original cut. That's me being the first-time director and loving every shot I took. <laughs> mm -hmm. I yeah, mean, every shot. Oh. And there's, and there's one part of the story that uh, that we didn't really need. Now, I don't know if the, I don't, I don't know if I'm gonna put on if I'm gonna put on the, on the deleted scenes or not. But there's a part of the story of uh, of 
of a, of a girl. It's a very romantic part. It's very romantic. I mean, romantic to the level of a girl on a boat, big John Ford shot, and she reached over to the water, her friends are all laughing, she's being fed. She looks in the water and she sees the reflection of her love. She loves the water. <laughs> I miss him. Uh, and then cut to him. He gets off his horse, five days, he's thirsty, he runs over, kind of washes his face, drinks some water, looks down the water, sees a reflection of her. Uh, he reaches to touch it. Then he's disturbed by his, uh, his uh, traveling mate who has to take a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I cut all that out. <laughs> you know what? I don't think I'm Zach. I don't need that. It's yeah. funny. I don't, but I don't need it. I mean, so that goes in deleted scenes. So uh, are we going to um, hopefully get a director's cut when it goes to DVD? Or? Yeah, I think, I think uh, they're, talk, they're actually working on a director's cut now for the DVD. Uh, and it, um, they're actually adding about 15 more minutes into the film. Nice. And uh, uh, we took out some of the blood. So we wanted to be made off. We didn't want the NC-17. Mm-hmm. And so we had to scale back on some things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, but on the DVD, you let it all hang loose. What made you, uh, I guess, going along with your question, what made you guys want to uh, do digital blood instead of uh, the regular blood? No, 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 no. No, we got... I, 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 unless no, no, I, we, I got it wrong. No, 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 no. We got 80% um, no, I, I give it close to 80% of, uh, of practical. Okay. All right. So just just the uh, trailer itself, probably just had those yeah, those just, parts. It's just yeah. Well, for the trailer, they had to remove stuff and stuff like that, you know, because the trailer uh, is a green, the green band. Okay. So yeah. they so they had to you know adjust it. No, no. We 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 had Greg Nicotero and Howard Berger as our special makeup guys. Okay. And uh, these guys, these guys, uh, these guys like to use the water pump for the blood. I'm <laughs> 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 like, yo, hold on, man. <laughs> It's going to take an hour to clean this shit up for the next shot. <laughs> That's a lot of time. Oh, no, no, we, no, we, um, we got, I think we got to, I give it 70%. I think 70% is practical. I think at the end, I did want it to enhance some of the blood and, yeah. and you know, and make the blood do certain things. For instance, the shot you're talking about in the trailer, and I, I always talk about the shot because it's been seen by everybody. Yeah. You're talking about the shot when he see him cut all the guys, right? Yeah. All the, mm-hmm. Yeah, that was not, yeah, that was a digital shot, of course. Okay. But that shot was, was written digital. What happens, you won't never notice because you don't speak Chinese. <laughs> the blood goes up to write the word revenge. Mm. That's awesome. That's what it does. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you, we don't, I know I should have put it up there. I, I thought I should subtitle it, but I said, no, I'll just leave it. It looks cool. Yeah. And the, Chinese, the Chinese audience would be like, oh. They <laughs> 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 yeah, love it. <laughs> Um, so growing up as a kid watching kung fu theater on Sunday myself, I, I can respect that love of the genre um, oh, way man. back at an early yeah. age. Um, <laughs> but I mean, like almost almost 20 years after Enter the 36 Chambers, now you're, you're sitting on the director's chair with Gordon Liu. I mean, how, can you, you put it in a, a sentence or two? With the feeling of directing your dream? I'm gonna say it's a blessing. You know what I mean? It's a blessing and. It's a confirmation. A confirmation that it's okay to dream. A confirmation that a kid, you know, that like me, you know, growing up, 11 brothers and sisters, you know what I mean, not having a nickel for the school bus, had to walk 
But when I walked, I was dreaming. Kung Fu movies. <laughs> they got me there quicker. You know what I mean? The, 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 the see that Gordon Liu himself, the character, I'm, I'm sorry to talk, I know you said one or two sentences, so I said that already. But <laughs> you know, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, Gordon, like, Gordon Liu as an actor uh, was my favorite of all the martial arts fighters. I mean, we used to, I mean, I keep Bruce Lee as number one, but I remember me and Ghost like, yo, you think Master Killer could beat Bruce? <laughs> you know what I mean? And we said, said, well, I said, I only reason that well, Bruce was really practical. You know, and Master Killer uh, is, 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 is some acting there. You know what I mean? But the thing about the movie 36 Chambers and to see the scene when, you see 36 Chambers, right? Yeah. Okay. When he first wanted to learn Kung Fu, it says 35 Chambers. He said, where do you want to start? He said, at the very top. And they take him to the very top, and when he gets there, it's just a bunch of monks sitting there chanting the Buddha Sutras, right? And they're saying, like, without wisdom, there is no gain. Do you hear the sound of bells? And they would want to say uh, a lot of beautiful poetry for Buddhism, right? And then he's, uh, he says something, he goes, do you know the sutras? No, master, I want to learn Kung Fu. Get out. But master, get out! And the guy blew <laughs> from across the room, right? Mm -hmm. Boom. Now I'm sitting in front of Gordon Liu years later, 20, like you said, over 20 years later from this point in my life. Yeah. Because that film inspired me to pick up books and everything about martial art. Mm -hmm. But now I'm sitting across from him, asking him to be in my film. I wrote the part for my Sifu, CME, the monk from Shaolin, who, who, who defected the USA. He couldn't get a visa to get back into the country. He's an American citizen now. Yeah. They wouldn't give him a visa. So now I got to cast it. And I voted for my Sifu, but who could I cast as my Sifu? How about somebody that was my mental Sifu? How about somebody who I admired the most, so I reached to Gordon Liu. He comes in, and you know he, he's he's not sure he wants to do it. He's not sure, you know. But I tell him. First of all, in the script, there was. I, I've always seen my BlackBerry that I didn't tell the producers about. And I told my AD. I'm saying this for the first time. Okay? I told my AD. Make sure I got one day for philosophy. No matter how, for how tight the schedule is, you need to get, cut out one day. You know, schedule a day that nobody's in the deuce like that. <laughs> and he did. Mm -hmm. Now, I go to Gordon, and I have this scene that's only in my blackboard. It's not in the script. And so, so in the script, he's like, you know, he doesn't see a reason why he should do this. Then I read the scene from the blackberry, and it's saying all these words of wisdom and Buddhism that he wants to spread to the world. And I said, listen, in your movie 36 Chambers, you was a young guy that came to learn Kung Fu. And you became the master killer. But in this film, I just want you to be the master, the old man who sent you back. That's the character I want you to be. And I read it and he was like, let me start talking. And he was like, yes. We started agreeing on things like, like Proverb from Proverb. And we became, and it turns out he's a musician. <laughs> I got him a nice guitar. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's a beautiful man. That was that really was a, a, a very powerful moment in my life, man. Uh, that's why I say it's okay to dream. And even have Chen Kwon Tai. Chen Kwon Tai is from Executionist from Shaolin. You see that movie? Tiger style. <laughs> I got the man from the movie. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah.
He's the, he's the Put a stick on your songs. <laughs> you got to move Yeah, on Old Dirty Bastard album, yeah. there's a song called Rawhide. It was like, Bastard, I didn't know who you were. <laughs> I got that, that actor in the movie. Yeah. We got Pam Greer in the movie. Mm-hmm. And she plays a scene with the guy from Return of the Dragon who comes into the Chinese restaurant, the white guy who's trying to take over the Chinese restaurant. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> Both of them, <laughs> I put them together. Nice. This film has so many layers of love for this genre and, you know, the Wu-Tang way, of course, you know, the Tarantino sensibility, the Eli Roth gore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the cool, and I would say the wizard cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With a bunch of pretty girls. Just, <laughs> I know you guys are going to walk away from this one like, ah, that was a good time. That was a good time. You might want more. That's the only thing you may do. You may, you may want more. But uh, if, you know, if it goes well, I'm going to give you more. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. That's what I was going to ask. Um, what's, what's next after this? I know you had, you had like a, bu- a bunch of small roles in different movies, and you're kind of building up. And now that you're sitting in the director's seat, and you're going to have this on your belt, like, what else are you going to do after this? Like, what are your plans? I mean, I would love to be a movie director. I would love to be a guy that brings the experience of, of hip-hop. I don't mean just the beat and the rhymes. I mean just the experience of me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And good art to the film. If I have my way, and I say, that, I say this out loud, I'm putting it in the universe. If I have my way, this movie is 36 Chambers, my first album. And before I even got fatigued, I was able to give you Takao, Liquid Sports, Only Built for Cuban Links, Return to the 36 Chambers and Wu-Tang Forever. You know what I mean? And then I came outside. <laughs> <laughs> but if I could do the same thing in film, yeah. give us some classics like that, it'd be a blessing, yo. I, I'm aiming at that. I'm really aiming at that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, out of time, yeah. Um, do you guys know or should I go? Uh, should go ahead, man. Um, I've been sharing it pretty well so far. So, I mean, I've, I've seen Snoop Dogg, Eminem, uh, Rage Against the Machine. Your show at House of Blues in L.A. is the only time I've ever been put on my ass in, in a mosh pit. <laughs> uh, some energy, you got some energy, huh? Yeah, yeah. So how does Detroit stack up for you? I mean... Oh, Detroit is, is a special city for hip-hop, man. A special city in particular. I mean, it has a, you know, it has a great history you know, from... from, from from all sides of the culture, whether it's looking from the white culture or the black culture, or the or the, the you know the, the the car culture, the steel culture, this is a unique city, and I know something about some of the history here, and I I I, I love it here. You know, I, I worked on Howard Kumar here, and I had a chance to go to uh, you know a few parts and tourists. I've been coming to this city for years as a Wu Tang member. Um, I come sometimes historical. My, my family um, is uh, related to Malcolm X. You know what I mean? I threw my wife though, but um, it is you got family still here, you know. So, so this is this place, you know, is is, is a special city, man. And 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 y'all produced one of the best MCs, man. That's that's that's, you know, if you're gonna name twenty, they say you're gonna name twenty best MCs in the history of rap. You got You can't even get one from every state if it's only twenty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You can't get one from every city if it's only twenty. Y'all got one, man. It's a, it's a cool city, man. I dig it. Cool, cool. Is it cool if I get a picture, man? Is that right now, loud? Right. Yeah. And watch out for the soundtrack, yo. October 23rd. <laughs> yeah, man. I was, I, was, I was hoping it was going to be out a little bit earlier <laughs> than, you know, for the movie, man. I'm going to let me say it, you know?
just make it public. I don't know if you want me in the picture. We're not writing for the same publication. <laughs> I'm not actually peeing either that you write for school publications. I don't, I don't have a camera, but I do, I, I do have one on my phone. Let's pick one up. Yeah. I saw the video. I guess I will do it. Let's do my eyes. Where am I at? It's it's a man. Which button? It's that one right there. No, I just want to make sure, man. Thanks y'all for your interest, man. May y'all come out well, and may you enjoy the film. Oh yeah, I'm definitely, I'm definitely gonna enjoy the film, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, man.